they are given form and strength. By the molten fires and pounding pistons of the forge they are armed and armoured. By the Votan and by the Fane are they given wisdom and purpose, and by the searing wrath of the hearth are they filled with the fury to overcome any foe. The Leagues of Votan. There are few books that Games Workshop have uh, created and published that have caused as much controversy as this codex that I hold in my hands. Now, to me, um, the squat return was awesome. I, you know, there's there's people out there that saying, you know, they're called the Leagues of Votan because copyright issues and things like that, whatever, I don't care, you know. Um, they're squats, end of the day, you know, they're, the squats have finally come back, which is you know, it's awesome for the law. You know, obviously it's got huge implications because they are supposed to be, you know, um, a race of peoples that have, you know, uh, better technology than the Imperium. They haven't been sort of hampered by the STC ban. And, you know, I'm glad they're back, which is, you know, it's a huge W in my opinion. You know, it's an extra race. One thing I'm not keen on is the fact that they are now considered Xenos. Obviously they are abhuman, so technically you know they're not human but they're part of the imperium so i'm i'm a little bit confused you know as to why as to why the games workshop have chosen to call them a xenos race um now i know the votan um obviously the the they're the gods of the kin so the kin are obviously what the the squats are they are the kin and they have the different leagues and the votan are the thing that they um sort of you know uh they worship you know then they they sort of you know the votan are sacred to the kin which you know is cool at the same time you know it's uh it's one of those ones where it's like it's the dwarves of any race pretty much have their own sort of ideologies and own gods which is fair enough so yeah it's sort of keeping in that theme which is nice um, I've got the codex in front of me because I got the um, the leagues of votan starter set now, as of, as of time recording this, they have dropped the FAQ. They have dropped that video um, where they said, you know, we're sorry, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, in my opinion, listen to your playtesters. You know, you, you're a multi-billion-dollar company. It's, it isn't acceptable for you to release a book that needs an FAQ or an additional PDF or something within, you know, a week or so of it dropping as a special edition version you know the the codex that's been printed i imagine it's been printed um for the release of the squats or for the release of the votan is going to come out and it's already out of date you know up for pre-order and out of date it it's it, <clears throat> it's becoming laughable but at the same time you know that's i suppose what uh what 40k in general seems to have become you know a lot of my community and people that i speak to are talking you know more about horus heresy more about adeptus titanicus more about games that aren't stupidly skewed in the terms of balance you know 
they released a Meta Watch photograph um, a couple of weeks ago where they said that Tyranids were one of the best armies, which is fantastic. Tyranids deserve their time in the sun, but that time in the sun, I can guarantee you, is not going to be that long. You know, it's going to be short-lived. And how long have Tyranids been part of the universe? You know, forever. So it's like, yeah, what 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 gives? You know, because now they're getting their time in the sun but for what you know they're only only going to be there for a couple of weeks um, maybe a month or two if they're lucky so so yeah so reading through this um back to the squats reading through this you know there's really cool sort of background on the squats where they've come from what they've been doing which is awesome you know um when it comes to when it comes to squats obviously you know minion is the dwarf of the company you know i'm the elf he's the dwarf and croydon you know usually is the man she she chooses the fact that you know she prefers human species um you know as, as evidence with her space marines with a minas tirith so you know it's nice that we've all got our own race you know and also croydon is the man like she's the man you know um <clears throat> but it was something that you know with squats coming back was something that i was interested in because they are you know the squats you know i, I do necromunda um squats so you know of course i'm going to be interested in doing 40k squats now we don't actually play 40k as a studio it's something that you know we sort of stopped touching when it was stratagem after stratagem where you know you could walk across the board in your movement you could then run in your shooting and shoot and then charge in the first turn you know and that was something that uh, way back to the days of the red corsairs you know that i got sort of hampered with multiple times and it was like where's the fun in this you've just wiped out my entire army straight away so you know cheers nice awesome so um but yeah no so basically when it came to squats um minion and i were talking about the box and he wanted to get it off of me uh, you know for what i paid from games workshop um he wanted to buy one buy it off of me uh, for rrp and i'd sort of put it to one side and then all of a sudden the day before he was gonna get it he said to me actually i just uh, want to not do it you know I, I don't want to be doing squats you know he's got enough to focus on and things like that which was fine you know because it meant that i could do them and take it from there so one thing that then we sort of talked about with croydon was who should do squats you know if minion doesn't want to do them do do i want to do them or does she want to do them and she very quickly said you know she's not interested she's got enough on things like that so i said that's fine i'll do them but then minion was sort of umming and ah in. we then put the post on our instagram the poll where it said who should do squats smorganite or minion and uh, the winner i think was minion so when i said to him i was doing something else and i said to him later in the evening right would you like me to drop the box off he said oh no i've already ordered two sets and i was like well why <laughs> this set's here but apparently a, a third party company was doing them at a discounted rate so you know fair enough he got the uh he got them at a bit of a discount which was you know great he got two boxes um obviously i'd only got one so i said to him you know i'll return this one and then <clears throat> all of a sudden i had a thought i had a thought that who would be better at doing squats would it be the dwarf or the elf and that to me seemed hilarious if i could do squats paint them or build them paint them play a game with them and beat minion i would be the better squat and i'm an elf you know let's go yeah see who uh see who can do squats better so i said to him right okay then if we're both gonna do them let's do this let's have a 2000 point game 
down the line where we've got fully painted armies between Christmas 2022 and New Year's 2022. Let's have a 2,000 point game. Rules as written at the time of publishing. Okay, so FAQs, any changes, any, you know, rubbish that Games Workshop decide to change, doesn't matter. We are using the codex as it is printed to play a game of 2,000 points. That includes the points, the points at the back of the points that we're going to use. But because we're playing just us two, our community is just us two, and we are doing the same bug, I, I see it as fair. You know, we're not playing against other armies, we're playing against ourselves. And basically now what it's come down to is what league we're choosing, what we're actually taking in our force. I know Minion, you know, he's... He's wanting to do, well, it, it changes, so it might have changed by the time this is published, this uh, this video. Um, but I know he's wanting to do sort of, you know, um, things with the, the different characters and then warriors. I don't know if he's wanting to take the Chthonian Berserks, but um, I have been talking about it to one of the lads in our community um, <clears throat> about what we can do with the Chthonian Berserks and whether or not we can actually get them to... Um, you know, apparently there's a way to make them one-shot a knight, which, if that's true, a unit of, I think, five or ten of them can one-shot a knight, which sounds, like, incredibly dangerous, which I'm, you know, I'm fine with, fantastic, let's do it. But at the same time, neither me or Minion will be taking knights. It's literally anything, anything from this codex, and that's it, nothing else. So... I'm at the moment painting up Uthar the Destined. Um, I, I think I said that right, uh, Uthar. Um, yeah, lovely model. You know, it's it's very nice model. Um, the, the the squat range is going to be a very nice set of models. Okay, ignore the controversy of the codex and the fact that it's essentially a waste of paper. Obviously, the laws in there, so that that's cool. But the uh, the stats and the things like that that might get tweaked in the future obviously makes this book very, uh, yeah, very much useless. Okay, so, um, you know, I know I really liked the Hecaton Land Fortress and the, uh, what's the other one, the Saji Tower um, transport. To me, they looked awesome. Um, I think I'm going to go a different method than what I normally do. Because normally, I, when I'm building an army, I think, what's the biggest thing I can put in the army? How do I get it in there as easily as possible, you know? Uh, people that played against my Windrider host for 7th edition Eldar will know that what I did was I got as many Wraith Knights as I could and then put in the Windrider host. Yeah, I was that kind of guy. But at the same time, I was only playing against people that were happy to play against that, you know? There were people that said to me, you know, oh, I don't want to play against that, so I'd take Imperial Guard or, you know, my Night Lords or something a bit different just so that, you know, obviously everybody was having a good game. But at the same time, anybody that wanted to fight against my Windrider host spam um, was welcome to. Um, all my Wraith Knight spam uh, was welcome to. So I've sort of said to myself, you know, I'm not going to go for the Hecaton Land Fortress. I'm not going to go for the Sagi Tower. I'm going to go for, you know, boots on the ground, lots of little squats, you know, Chthonian Berserks, Hearthguard, and uh, well, they are the, the heavier one, the Brockier Thunderkin. I'm going to be going for those, yeah, which is fine, um, but I'm not going to go for, you know, the Land Fortress and the Sagi Tower just so that I'm keeping it so it's a full squat army, and, um, you know, I, I imagine Minion might do something sim similar um, because there isn't really, you know, there's only two vehicles. You're only got access to two vehicles with sort of the restrictions we've put on ourselves. And I think 
having the um, access to only two vehicles really does restrict what we want to take. You know, it doesn't mean that we can go, oh, here you go, here's an Imperial Knight, or here's something even bigger, you know, Warhound or something, um, a Lord of War kind of thing. It is literally just making it so that it is squats versus squats. Who is the best squat? You know, is it Minion, the dwarf of the company, or is it um, Smorganite, the elf of the company? So, uh, yeah, so basically, the league I've chosen. <coughs> go back in the book to it the league i've chosen is the goodness there's a, a lot of content here uh, da, 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 da. it's the main one okay so the main league that they have is the greater thurian league it allows basically models with this custom um league counters having two models when determining control of an objective marker or five if they have a wounds characteristic of 10 or more um, and each time that a unit from this league is chosen to shoot or fight you can reroll one hit or one rune roll when making the units attack okay you know quite cool um you know um custom league um rules you know i'm i'm not looking to break the system he says whilst talking about the leagues of votan you know i'm only playing against the leagues of votan so it doesn't count as breaking the system because we're both doing it um, but the thing that got me was the ancestral judgment okay now if a unit has got uh, one judgment token already on them, they have the ability to make that two. Okay, so every uh, judgment token counts as two, uh, one more if there's already one selected to a unit. So it doesn't mean that anybody with no judgment tokens on it actually has one. What it means is if there is one judgment token on a, a unit, it counts as two. Okay, so essentially all you'll ever need is two judgment tokens on a unit to have three judgment tokens on them which is cool you know because i know that if you can take uh what uh, utar the destined and then another carl which i think he can do there is a way to do that um, so if you take them then they can both do it where they put a um a judgment token on a unit every turn okay just by seeing it um and i think that special rule is the duh, duh, duh. yes uh grim efficiency Okay, so you can do that with Grim Efficiency, which is awesome. But then I also think that there is actually a stratagem. So what you could do is you could do it so that I think you get up to three units a turn with a Judgment Token. So you can go, right, Uthar the Destin can see that unit, let's say his Chthonian Berserks. Um, and then my Carl could see another unit, so let's put one on that unit. So they've now essentially got two Judgment Tokens on them. Um, and... What that then means, obviously, everybody who you know knows about the uh, the the current squat codex knows that the judgment tokens are used so that if you get a six to wound, it counts as a six to hit counts as basically an unmodified six to wound. I think um, so. That's one judgment token. Two means it's a five. Um, a hit roll of a five is an unmodified wound of a six and then a hit roll of a four on three judgment tokens so you know all it would need is the carl and uthar the destined to put their judgment tokens on the same unit and i've got three judgment tokens essentially um because obviously you're getting one for the carl one for uthar the destined and then the third one for the for the league so i'm looking at getting three judgment tokens on a unit very quickly so if there is a unit of berserks you know all I would need to do is just roll loads of dice to get a hit roll of a four, especially with the Magna Rail cannon. You know, I've got two Magna Rail rifles in my squads, um, or one in each squad, and then a missile launcher. But, you know, if I'm getting a four to hit, that counts as a modified roll of a six. 
And then the special rule for the magna rail, uh, the special rule for the magna rail means that, you know, um, vulnerable saves cannot be taken against it, and on an unmodified roll of a six, excess damage to that weapon is not lost. It keeps allocating extra damage to uh, another model in the unit until all the excess damage has been allocated and the target unit is destroyed. Or, sorry, all the target unit is destroyed. Okay, so, you know, I'm getting the ability to be able to do D3 plus 3 damage and it's spilling over, you know, it's on, it's on a strength 9 weapon, this is, you know, even if I don't get my 4 or more to hit, you know, I'm, I'm still likely to wound on the strength 9 if he's using, you know, squats as well, but the Chthonian Berserks with the toughness of 5, you know, it's, it's still 3s to wound, even if it's, you know, Hearthkin Warriors, it's wounding on 2s. You know, and then the damage or the AP is minus four. He's not getting a save with his Hearthkin. He's not getting a save with his Chthonian Berserk. Oh, oh, he is. Uh... Da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, so he's actually got um, a special rule. It's not an invulnerable save. Each time a model in this unit uses a wound, roll 1d6, adding one to the result if the damage characteristic was a one. Okay, and a five up, so okay. So he does have that ability if he decides to use Chthonian Berserks, but at the same time, you know, that's like that's mega D3 plus three. That's a potential of six wounds that are, you know you're wiping off three Chthonian Berserks with one gun if you roll well, okay, Autom automatically pretty much. You know, it, it, yeah, okay. I understand why places like Germany, because um, I think the whole country community basically came together and agreed that in tournaments this book is banned, okay, and. Like, um, like it was said on the video, they're sorry, they messed up, you know. Ah well, it doesn't mean that uh, we can't enjoy it whilst uh, Minion and I are playing. Obviously, we, like I've said to all the people out there that might go, well, you know, you're only playing it because uh, power creep or whatever. I'm playing against my best friend, you know. Uh, we're playing each other. I wouldn't take these against somebody else. Not only because I don't do 40k normally, but because it is broken, you know. If I'm going to play 40k, I'm playing Eldar. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, okay, Eldar used to be good. I don't know if they are anymore, but it's the army that I've got the most painted for, you know. I would play Custodes, but at the same time, I've not. I've got the Collector's Edition Custodes Codex, but I've just not read through it. Um, I think I read part of the lore bits, but I've put it on the shelf and it's it got uh, stowed away for a bit. So, you know, I could play Custodes, but I would pl probably play Eldar because... It's been a while since I've run my Eldar, I've run my Custodes, well I used to, in Heresy 1.0. Uh, still waiting on the, uh, the PDF or the uh, Imperium book for those to be able to be played. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, back to, the, back to the squats. So yeah, the Votan plans would, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know. I'm looking at these models and I'm looking at like the Einheer champion, like, because it comes with an Einheer champion in the... Um, the starter box which you know I've sort of built up I'm still trying to decide a paint scheme one thing that I've done is like I've kept to the mining aesthetic that my Necromunda squats have because I've done like a rusty kind of white dirty look to them um, just so that if when I come to use my squats in Necromunda that it looks like the same league kind of thing um, but at the same time you know it just just adds a little bit lev more level of sort of background to the where have they come from or they've come from the mines and they've come from you know mining precious gems which again is a very dwarven thing you know the rings of power at the moment <clears throat> that has in it the dwarves of moria which is awesome to see you know um obviously i won't spoil anything in there but 
things are starting to transpire at the moment as to what's going to happen to them. This is recorded before the final episode has dropped, so that might have all changed or it might have uh, led to something else in the final episode. <clears throat> um, so yeah, basically I really like, for my for my Votan army, I really like all of the characters. I would definitely be taking Uthar, the Destin, the Karl... Um, maybe Iron Here Champion and Grimnir. The Grimnir I think is really cool, like a, a, a squat wizard basically. Um, and I really like the Corve that they can take. Like, I just think they look very much like the the Men of Iron, um, the, like the UR uh, twenty three or whatever it's called from uh, Blackstone Fortress. You know, they look very similar to that, which is awesome. Again, you know, the whole lore about the AI stuff um, and the fact that they are considered as an equal as in the squat society is just it's just awesome. And it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, that would be a happy world to live in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously the grim dark of the future, there is only war, but it would be quite a nice thing to, you know, to to have AI that don't want to take over the world. You know, it's a different viewpoint of that. Um, Brock here, the Iron Master. I was looking at him uh, because his model is actually previewed in the. Obviously, this is this is recorded before anything has been released, other than the starter set. Um, but the photographs in the codex actually show the Brock here, Iron Master, um, and I think he's on a 60 mil base with his. Because he's got something that comes alongside him. Let me just find it. Sorry, I'm just trying to scoot back in the book. Brock here, the Iron Master. Oh yes, there's the like um, the corve that looks like it's got like a tool bag with him, you know. So and that's that's awesome because uh, oh, it's an ecog or an ironkin assistant, you know. Um, it's just cool to have uh, you know the ability to access lots of different characters. You know, I'm a custodies player, and they when they first came out, they only had Trajan, you know. Um, now we've got Valerian, but we've only got two named characters really. Obviously, we've got shield captains that we can use. Um, still no Tribune. Oh, we do have a, a Blade Champion now as well. Um, but, you know, we didn't have any named characters at the beginning. We only had sort of Trajan or a Shield Captain, which was just a generic guy from any unit. Any unit, pretty much. So um, it's nice to have a new army that has new characters in, which I don't, you know, I don't follow the 40k law religiously. You know, I've got some of the books... Uh, basically it would be nice if those characters to me um it would be nice if they take part in the story and develop it further you know come back to terror and maybe have some sort of you know way to wake up another primarch or something because three or two two um traitor primarchs at the moment magnus and mortarian obviously we've seen khan uh, we've seen the model he's not released at the moment as of time of recording but i i know he's coming soon um there's three traitor primarchs. Where are the lo- where are the loyalist ones? You know, we want the lion, we want Russ, you know, even Vulcan. You know, um, but no, I'm very much excited to uh, to see where this uh, squat off comes to. Uh, Minion and I, as I say, we're being judged on the painting and the playing um, of the army. You know, who paints it better, who plays it better, and who wins. You know, and it's going to be a very interesting a very interesting uh, squat off let's say um so i've actually started calling it squatty k purely because we're not doing any other army from 40k it's literally just going to be squats okay so that's the reason this episode's called the squ- uh, squat off and yeah i think it's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> you know um it, it's going to be nice not having to worry about what games workshop are releasing in relation to a uh, 
FAQ to a new codex, you know. What they've released is what they've, you know, they've gone done it now. That's the way I'm looking at it. You've done it, you've published it, you know, it's got past your playtesters. You know, I've heard that uh, the playtesters said to them, these are a bit powerful, and they ignored them. Whatever's true, you know, it's got past it's got past the playtesters and it's landed in our hands and we've said we're going to play a game to see who the best squat is end of okay um so yeah that's uh yeah um that's pretty much everything i think towards the uh, the squat off um i don't think there's any more to add what we will do is we will record whether it's me and minion or just me we will record another episode where we talk about the game where we talk about maybe one in between if um if people want to hear what's been going on in between um you know if like sort of preparing for the game um we will potentially record another episode um but yeah we'll see what feedback is on on the uh, the idea of this squat off um, before we publish anything so yeah i think that's pretty much everything to say so what i will leave you with is the idiom that is both a reminder that the kin must always live up to their ancestors expectations and also a reassurance that the ancestors live on in the families of the kin it can be a battle cry a warning or a blessing the ancestors are watching